0: morning everybody. Um, It's not a good morning over here. I was gonna say not a good morning everybody. Yeah I'm really sorry that um, I'm really sorry that um, we're late. We're late. I'm actually not sorry at all that we're late um cuz we're always late. So <laughs> that's the least of my problems this morning, but my I woke up this morning with my oldest Matthias calling me from his bedroom. He said he had a headache, a cough, and he didn't feel good. And I knew that moment that he had covid. Um
1: a few moments later so Chloe woke up with rosy cheeks. I've been sick for like three days. Meredith has a lot of stuff going on. We'll let her tell us.
0: Okay, I'm sorry i had to I had to call a parent to tell them that my kid had COVID because my kid was around their kid. Did you get test? Did I test who? Matthias. Yes. Oh, you did. Yeah. You have at home tests. Yeah. So we bought. I bought at home tests when they first. When they first kind of hit the shelf. Because I was like, well, these are going to come in handy at some point. Um, and so I had five sitting in my drawer because I was allowed to buy five. So I bought five. And um, we have used, I think, two. Um, can I say something really quick? Yes. Sorry. Um,
1: this place, this is our first podcast back in like months because we've been touring and stuff. And so I will just ask, please, that you don't turn this into a conversation about vaccines. I know that whenever we talk about COVID and stuff like that, inevitably people are going to want to state their opinion. But if while you're typing, you ask yourself, is this divisive? Is this controversial? Is this going to make things better or worse for those that are going through it right now? And if the answer is yes, it's divisive and no, it's not going to make it better than I asked that you refrain from talking about it. Um, and also I ask that anybody in the stream doesn't reply to somebody who has something to say about it because that just perpetuates it and keeps bringing it up. So if you see it, just ignore it, please. Okay. Go.
0: Yeah. So, um, I feel like we've been, I think everybody feels like they've been careful, right? Like they're you know, washing their hands. And we still mask every time we go in public. Like, you know, I'm boosted my husband's boot. We're doing everything we were told to do. I knew that this was bound to happen when I started reading how transmissible this was. I literally shouldn't have said it out loud. And I said out loud by the I said, by the end of this frigging year, 99.9% of people are going to have COVID. Like it's just, it's going to happen because it's so trans, this this variant is so transmissible. Like I'm reading the science. I'm reading what these doctors are saying. I said, and so what do we want to do? Do we want to lock back up in our house? Do we want to not see people? Do we want to not do anything? Do we want to do what we did back in March? And I said out loud, I don't want to do that. And two days later, my kid has COVID. I mean, it was like, it was like I spoke it into existence and it happened, right? Um, so I feel guilty on top of the fact that my kid has COVID that I was like saying, I don't want to do that. Like we have to live our lives. We mask, we do this, we do that. Now, do I think that my kids are the best mask wearers? No, probably not. Um, do I think that they're, that they're washing their hands every chance they get? No, probably not. Um, but we've been, we're going into year three of a pandemic with kids. This has been the hardest f- thing I've ever done in my life. Hands down. Hardest thing I've done. Um, and I can say it. I can say that I've been trying to do all these things and paying attention. But like Tiffany actually knows how insane I am. She watches me put nasal sanitizer up my nose before I get in- on a plane. Like I buy the shit. I try everything. I- I'm paying attention. Um, but you're not a 15-year-old boy. But I'm not a 15-year-old boy. And, you, and- yeah
1: consider yourself responsible for that
0: no uh but at the same time as a mom i just feel like why did i even say that out loud why did i even say that out loud you know because dave was like i think we have to rein it back in i think we have to just kind of lock in and i was adamant that we didn't because i was just like i can't go back to that mental space of being stuck here all the time and not doing anything i just can't and so he's upset with me i'm sure um well uh-
1: I, uh, with all due respects, it's what has happened in the past. It, did you guys go on a spree licking every single public seat you could find? Like what, ha- when you decided like to take it easy, what happened in the past two days that you could possibly blame yourself for? Because if you had that kind of power to just speak it into existence, then I feel like every time you're like, I wish we won the lottery two days later, you'd win the lottery.
0: No, I mean, I don't, I can't think of anything that we did that you know, because it's been the normal things, you know, for the most part, the rule is the kids play outside. But I think what happened was while I think Matias played football a couple days ago with a big group of kids in the neighborhood. And I think that's where it happened, because I just heard when I popped my head, don't you love um, small neighborhoods where everybody knows everybody's business? I popped my head out the door and I heard that um, one of the parents of the kids that was playing football has covid And the kid was outside playing football with all the other kids. So no, I don't think that kid should have been playing COVID with everybody, playing COVID, playing football with everybody when his mom is sitting at home with COVID. Um, But uh, that's probably what happened because he was, you know, it was a couple of days, uh, a couple of days ago. So um, I'm just in a, I'm in a, in a weird spot because it was literally moments before we started the podcast that I was um I looked over and read the result. Uh so um you know. And that's the thing, Marsha, you're not wrong. She's like, I know it sounds harsh, but we probably are going to all get it at some point. And that's that's exactly where what I was thinking a couple days ago when I was just reading everything. I was like, this thing is just ripping through. It's not the same as the first one or even the second one. It is it is everywhere. Um, I mean, we we know tons of people just in this neighborhood or in this area that have, um, you know, just gotten it. So it's it's it's. I mean, well, we're in Florida. It's I just everywhere. want to
1: say, as one of your BFFs, I have been with you a lot, and I, for what it's worth, um, and I'm not saying this is make fun of you, but Meredith reminds me of like a sanitation fairy, uh-huh. like. She carries a hand sanitizer bottle, a spray one in her purse. And I crap you not. Every time we go out to eat, she basically asks everyone to hold out their, well, maybe just me because you're like my caretaker. But she's like, give me your hands and sprays them. If we're in an elevator and I go to push a button, she's like, ah, ah, don't do that. And she's very, with all due respect, very anal about uh, washing and being conscious of COVID. And so the fact that you think Dave is going to blame you, I will kill him. I will punch him in the throat.
0: I don't think me. I don't think it's about blaming me. I think that he is just he has been if you think I'm anal, he has been so meticulous. And I know that he's going to be upset because number one, we never want our family members to be sick. But number two, he's been like on these kids like white on rice, like make sure you're masking make sure, and the problem is is there oh my gosh
1: you're supposed to go on a trip
0: yeah i think it's done i think we're done i don't i don't know how there's any way that we that we get to go when are you supposed to go um tuesday it's thursday damn so what the the best case scenario is he has a very mild case because he's vaccinated and he te- and he tests negative on tuesday what which would be five days, which is when you're allowed to leave now because the CDC has shortened it. But that would rec- that would mean everybody else didn't get it. And I don't know what the odds are of us all. Like he was in – he produced Wines Day for me last night. He sat right there and we did Wines Day in the office. So, I mean, what are the odds that
1: – Dang, dude. I got tested yesterday because I was sick and it was negative And I was like, hell yeah, because we're leaving the day after tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody was like, keep testing. Day five is the day it shows up on a test. And that's the day we're supposed to leave at like nine in the morning. And so I'm like, what do I do? Well, no,
0: not with not with this new one. This new one, people are getting faster results of it. Like you're getting you're showing a symptom and it's like, bam, because it's a shorter incubation.
1: I paid 200 bucks for like a test. So I'm hoping it was quality.
0: No, I'm sure it was quality. What they're what they're now saying is that it takes um, – no, I'm not um, – no, uh, what I'm saying is – We
1: didn't even do the intro.
0: Yeah, I know. I don't think it's, this one needs an intro. I think. I'm just
1: <laughs> thinking like it's so funny. We had a plan of what we were going to do. I spent time researching what we were going to do. And yeah, then the we can universe, still do that. No, that's not – I'm not saying that. I'm saying – The universe has a way of being like, oh, you have plans, and just f and you in the A.
0: Yeah, no, um, I just think that whatever this variant is, what I don't even know how to say it right, Omicron. It sounds like a like a computer software program. Yeah, it does. Um, It's it spreads like wildfire, and it's um, you know, it's it's everywhere.
1: I'm really sorry that your family's going through this. I don't even know the first move. What I would do? What do you find out? What do you do when you find out your kid has COVID? Like, what is so? What you I
0: see? I went into the room with a mask on and gave him took his temperature and gave him some ibuprofen and a bottle of water. And I and he swabbed himself because he doesn't need me to swab him. And um, I took the test out to the kitchen counter. And waited because it says fifteen minutes. It does not take fifteen minutes to come back positive if it's positive. <laughs> I'm just saying it was um it was pretty quick, much quicker than that. Maybe maybe two and a half minutes. Mm. Um, and uh, then um, I just told him do not come out of your room. Um, if you need to go to the bathroom, he has a bathroom that's right next to him. I said you can text me. I will leave stuff at your door. I will check out. That reminds me. um, Leave what at his door? Food or whatever he wants. I'll just leave at his door. (laughs) Um, I thought you meant to go to the bathroom. No, no. If he wants to go to the bathroom, I'd really appreciate it if he does it in the toilet. Um, But as of right now, he was in his room watching TV. Um, I'm going to keep giving him ibuprofen around the clock. I think it's every four hours. So uh, because he did have a little bit of a fever. It was 100. So I'm going to keep him hydrated and soup, all the all the stuff that when you're sick. But the doctor was – I called – when the doctor's office was just like, there's nothing to do. He'll be fine. Um, if he gets really sick, call us. But we're not going to give him anything or prescribe him anything. You can get some – he said – she said you could pick up some cough medicine. And I was like, okay. Because he's not really coughing as of right now too much. Like, he's not hacking or anything. He's just
1: – so – I'm really sorry that your family's got to go through this.
0: Well, I think that it's, it's and that
1: Matias too, especially. I mean, I think it's. I, I'm making it about the family, but in the,
0: well, I th- I think it's. I, I think this is. I think I'm having the feelings everybody is ha- has when their kid comes up with a positive test, or they come up with a positive test. It's like, what? What am I? What? What am I supposed to do? Well, the first thing I did was I texted my friend um, Jebba, who has been walking me through this line by line. She's like, this is what you should, you know, do this, do that, do this, do that. And I'm like, okay, okay. Um, we didn't all test yet. Um, uh, I have, I, I'm trying to get my hands on some more tests and then we will. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much where we're at. I'm just going to keep him hydrated and, um, soup Those types of things, and just keep tabs on him. I have the other kids in the house, but they're masking. I don't know if that's overkill or what. The problem, other problem is like, I don't know everything that he's touched in the house. So I guess you probably have to go clean the whole house. Yeah. But like, he's, I mean, like, what are the, he's probably touched everything, right? So, like, what's the shelf life? Like how long does
1: it live in the environment on surface?
0: I, I don't know, but he was making he was making soup and pizza last night in the kitchen, so it's probably all over the kitchen, right? I mean like I have no idea, but my mind is just spiraling. Um,
1: I told her we didn't have to do this today, but she insisted. So I think it'll be a good message for those who are going through similar things.
0: Yeah, well I think everybody's unfortunately kind of going through this right now. It's It's definitely- not specifically
1: with a kid though. That trips me out. Like I don't know what I'd do. But now I do, I guess. I put him in the room and leave biscuits outside the door. But
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm going to I'm gonna check on him, but, you know. <laughs> I know you're going to check on him. That reminds me I need to text Dave. Um, you know what's so funny? Trying to picture putting
1: Chloe in her room and telling her she has to stay in there.
0: <laughs> no, see, that wouldn't work. But with an older kid, I can kind right. of contain him to an extent, right? But no, you couldn't leave Chloe in a room and be like, ride this out. Like it doesn't work that way.
1: You should text Dave and tell him to get micro band while he's at the store.
0: So I have, it. I have,
1: of course you do. <laughs> okay. I have
0: and I have, I have wipes and I have sprays and I have all of the things. Um, so, so all right. Yeah. So that's, that's just, that's where we're at. That's all I have on that front.
1: Then prayers. Left. Um, I feel very awkward segueing into aliens.
0: I think it's totally okay. This is, unfortunately, that's the whole point of this. This is our daily lives now. This is why people are exhausted and frustrated because you are trying to live and everything gets f***ed up um, and that's life and we're just, like, I can't, I can't even be worried or upset about the trip that we're most likely going to miss because... That's not what's really important. What's important is that I keep the healthy kids that I have healthy and the sick kid that I have to get healthy, and I got to hope that Dave and I don't get it. He had no symptoms until he called me this morning. Somebody just asked. He was perfectly fine last night, and he he called me at 9.45 and said, I don't feel good. I have a headache, and my nose is stuffy. Um, So... I think that's what we're all kind of going with right now. Okay. So why would we not talk about aliens? Okay. Right? I mean, let's be honest. Okay. It sucks, but it is what it is.
1: All right. Well, if there's anything else you want to say, if you see any comments and you want to respond to them regarding what you're going through, feel free. I feel like a jerk. So um, we the plan was to do, to mm-hmm. do conspiracy theories. And so... I looked some up and it feels wrong now, but it's okay. It's okay. Go ahead. Okay.
0: I'd rather rather let me tell you guys about the hidden craters in
1: Antarctica.
0: Oh. They made a movie about that, didn't they? Did they? Yeah, isn't it called Transformers? Weren't they? That's about robot cars. Yeah, but I thought that they were down in the crevices of Antarctica and they were drilling and that's where they found them.
1: Shut the front door. Okay, I think so it was. This has been going on for a long time. Um, so, oh my God. Oh, the, my mouse wasn't working. I got nervous. Sorry. So I want to talk about Antarctica in general because there's some sketchy stuff going on there. First of all, do you know about the International Ownership Treaty for Antarctica? No. Okay. So... Um, there is a treaty, and it was opened for signature on December 1st, 1959, and was official in June of 1961. So there are 55 countries who sign this treaty that they're going to take no ownership over Antarctica. They don't want anything to do with it. Um, like Argentina, Australia, Belgium, Chile, France, Japan, New Zealand, Norway, all of these places, the United States, the United Kingdom. Um, And so basically this treaty says that Antarctica um, has, and if anybody in the comments knows more about this, write about it. But so, so none of the countries want anything to do with it. It has no military, the military is not even allowed in Antarctica it's only allowed for quote peaceful research um pre- peaceful scientific research so um the internet went wild in 2016 after three pyramids were discovered in Antarctica they measured over 4,000 feet tall um so Conspiracy theorists said that the pyramids were built by undiscovered ancient civilizations over 100 million years ago. Um, they say that Antarctica was the equator at the time, so living conditions were more... Anyway, so they think the government is hiding information there since nobody is allowed to go there and have anything to do with it. They even blocked the pictures of these pyramids on Google Earths, I guess. And um, there are two craters along the coast of Africa and both go, I mean, (laughs) Antarctica and both go deep below the surface into the permafrost. People say it looks as if someone has dug their way in and they say that the craters are the entrances to a secret government facility, an alien base. And they think that they're doing scientific research on aliens and that the area 51 in New Mexico is a distraction from the real Area Fifty One, which is at Antarctica, and that's why Google has edited the images to take the pyramids out. That's why they're not allowed to have any military, and um, airlines are not allowed to fly over Antarctica. Well, they say technically they're allowed, but no airlines fly over Antarctica. Um, they oh, are. But claiming- is that
0: is that because the no, the so flight it's path surrounded by water. The flight path wouldn't go that way is what I'm saying. Right. That's
1: what they're saying. The That's reasoning. what
0: they're saying. Okay. It's because there's
1: nowhere to land,
0: but hypothetically,
1: if you were going to have a secret alien area 51 base okay. that you wanted to truly be secret, you would put it in a place where nobody will ever fly over. Nobody has rights to the country and it's not like open to the public. Anyway. I just thought that was very interesting.
0: That is Um, interesting because, well, it's. Do I mean the population of Antarctica must be very small? I forget
1: what it is, but it is very small. Because and uh, another thing that they said was there's no um, actual citizenship. What's the word they used? Hold on, keep talking. I'm going to look it up.
0: I'm looking up population of Antarctica. The number of residents varies from around one thousand one hundred. To around 4,400 in the midsummer.
1: In the whole country.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I knew it was very, very small, but I didn't realize it was like small. And you think those are
1: real normal people?
0: Okay, well, I don't think there are. I don't think anybody's normal, but I think if you're going to live in Antarctica, there has to be a real reason that you'd choose it. Like you're probably in the scientific community doing research exactly. or something.
1: Or you you're an alien.
0: Or you're an alien. Yep. 100% because and apparently Antarctica has no indigenous population
1: it, that's what I was looking for
0: yeah so there's nobody that like ever lived there it was a place that people went just, yeah it's
1: just like researchers and scientists
0: yeah most of them so what only are they doing in the summer too
1: what what are they doing what are they doing there um, nothing can grow there Somebody said,
0: no, it, it there's, here's an article living and working in Antarctica, like it's some sort of a tourism guide. Um, what does it say? It says bases are only open in the summer. And however, they are operated all year long. Um, bases, what does that mean? It's all research centers. There's no like you don't, there's no like people don't have like a house in Antarctica. It's a, it's a base. And they do their research because that's where they take most of the core samples, I think like the ice core samples to go down as far as they can to like cuz that ice has been there a long time. So they're testing that whatever whatever is inside of that ice from however many thousands of years ago. They do these like core samples. That I that I've seen on a documentary. But
1: somebody said that they know someone who lives there and he's a cook. They got to eat.
0: Well, you would have to have people who run the base.
1: People I bet you they have cooks.
0: Yeah. They have cleaners. Yeah.
1: They have doctors. Yeah. But it's just, if you were to just, for fun, sit back and think about it. It's interesting.
0: I mean, I, look, I believe in aliens. I think and they why probably would got all, aliens down there.
1: Why would all of those countries want nothing to do with it?
0: It has, I guess, no resources that they want to exploit. Countries only want something that a
1: resource They'll, to exploit. They're greedy. They'll take anything they can get. Don't you think? Like, don't you think that... The top whatever's would be like, this has nothing of value to us, but we want it so that we can say we own it and turn it into an igloo. Anyway, somebody said, I bet they don't have gardeners. I just thought that was interesting. Okay. Prince Edward. Is he a vampire? He's, he died,
0: I think. What's the guy's name?
1: What's William and uh, Harry's
0: dad? Uh... Charles. Yeah, Charles. Yeah, he's still alive. But didn't Prince Edward just die? I
1: don't know. Or was that Rest Prince Philip
0: who just died?
1: No, I thought it was Philip.
0: Probably. I wrote
1: down yeah. Prince Edward, but that might not be his name.
0: Yeah, who's Prince Edward?
1: Oh, no, that's Prince Albert.
0: What? Where did I he got, go? On? I don't know.
1: Anyway, the guy, Charles. Listen.
0: Oh, you think Prince Charles is a vampire? And the queen. Oh, and the queen. Oh, yeah. okay.
1: So Listen the Prince of Wales, is related to Vlad the Impaler, who was the inspiration for Bram Stoker's Dracula. And many royals in Charles's bloodline were known to have the disease porphyria, which is an iron deficiency that causes people to be sensitive to sunlight. Um, wait. Oh, I didn't copy the whole thing. Anyway, it, said, it went on to say... That people in the kingdom had really low iron and magnesium in their blood, as if somebody had been taking the iron out of their blood, like taking their blood. And they think that that's why the queen lives so long.
0: How old she's is the queen? 900, I think. Okay, let's see. She is, she's 95. She's 95.
1: Yeah, that's, that's a lot. Born
0: anyway, in 1926. It... Wow. Good for her. Somebody, so this, this number two Google search is, how old is the Queen of England for real though? Like, is there... <laughs> <laughs> the number two search. Uh, 95, Her, o- she's the oldest monarch um, to have reigned over Britain. Second place going to Queen Victoria who lived to 81. I don't know. Does she look like a vampire?
1: listen she lives forever
0: well she's okay let's just all old people can't be vampires
1: no just ones that are related to vampires
0: oh okay and
1: who are sensitive to the sunlight Mm -hmm. she's always wearing a hat
0: that's because she's 95 her skin's probably
1: see-through they're following her with an umbrella
0: okay she always has a hat
1: yep anyway um I can't remember the conspiracy theories we talked about on the last one. So stop me if we talked about this before. There's a theory that Stevie Wonder, rest in peace, is not actually blind. What? Yeah. They say that Stevie Wonder played up his blindness in the beginning to get famous and get noticed. Um, But in an interview that Boy George did. Boy George said that Stevie Wonder playfully strangled him at a party. And Boy George said, how could he know where I was if he's completely blind?
0: Because I think you can sense. You have other senses. In a performance
1: with Stevie Wonder and Paul McCartney, the microphone fell right near him. And he quickly grabbed it and stopped it from falling. Also, there are photos of him. Um, I guess taking pictures of Michael Jackson and everybody wondered how could he take such good photos if he didn't know where Michael was. The Canon AE one.
0: So simple. Anyone can use it.
1: Good for thought. Mm. Um, did we talk about Walt Disney?
0: What about him? I don't think so.
1: Okay. Trigger warning. If there's children around, I want to hear your thoughts on this. Um, There's a rumor that Walt Disney requested to have his head removed
0: and placed. This is true.
1: Okay, so you know about it.
0: Yeah, go ahead.
1: So tell me what you know about this part.
0: Uh, He's cryogenically frozen. His head is and he's waiting for a new body to be reattached. But this is totally true.
1: Right. So everybody was Googling it to see if it was true. So Disney had a genius idea. To come up with a movie named Frozen, so that when people Googled Disney Frozen, Elsa and Anna popped up.
0: You think that's why they came up with the blockbuster Frozen? Do I think that? Not
1: necessarily. Do lots of people think that? For sure.
0: I'd free- I'd freeze my head, wait for a new body. I'd be like, here are the requirements for my new bangin' body. <laughs> Firm seas. A tight A. Okay. I'm just saying, if I get to pick, i kind of gross, get, right? You
1: get you get your head frozen, and then you come back in the future without your family, and it's just you on a mismatched body with nobody that you love around.
0: Well, you gotta have you gotta afford to be able to do the whole fam, I guess. I have no idea what it costs to freeze a head. Here's the other thing: you can freeze the head, you don't know that when you unfreeze it, it's gonna work.
1: No, of course not. That's the. It's the dumb. It's not going to work,
0: Meredith. It might work
1: <laughs> if his head is unfrozen in like the year four thousand and ninety. But well, like,
0: we don't know. We don't. I have no idea. I don't know enough about cryogenics to know. Maybe the
1: people in Antarctica know about it.
0: Probably. Maybe that's where the rest of the it. rest of the bodies are. Do you? Um. Do you remember when we were in L.A. doing that FabFitFun thing, and across the street was that cryogenic spa thing and they were like you can dunk your whole body yep and it's supposed to be like really good for i don't know what it's supposed to do to your body but they have like a whole cryo freeze thing where you like submerge yourself and it like i don't know does something to your cells yep i don't know anything about it other than uh i bet there's other frozen heads i bet he's not the only one
1: i bet you jeff bezos is gonna freeze Freeze
0: his his head and elon
1: elon I think he's so sweet. I feel like he's just a good guy trying to make a difference in the world, and he's got a bad reputation. Mm, Okay. Have you heard of a heart attack gun? No. This might be triggering to some people who have experienced heart attacks, so I just want to warn you. But I included this because it goes hand in hand with every fear I've ever had.
0: Oh, Lord. Okay.
1: So this is a weapon that was revealed in 1975 at a hearing of a committee led by Frank Church. At the hearing, Church showed off the CIA's heart attack gun, which was a modified Colt 1911. The gun is electronically powered by a battery and fires an extremely small bullet of ice with frozen shellfish toxin in the center. According to Mary Embry, a former CIA employee, the heart attack gun reportedly could pierce through clothing, leaving no signs of impact on the skin except a small red dot. The targeted person would feel nothing beyond a slight sting comparable to a mosquito bite. Apparently in 1952, the CIA began a super secret research program codenamed MK Naomi, partly to find the countermeasures to chemical and biological weapons that might be used by the Russian KGB. So the cause of, Death of the victims is said to be heart attacks, and the gun is used by the CIA to commit assassinations that can't be traced back to them. Many conspirators believe the CIA is still using this gun today. The weapon is linked to the untimely and mysterious deaths of public figures, which include Clay Shaw, J. Edgar Hoover, Earlene Roberts, Marilyn Monroe, John F. Kennedy, other suspected victims.
0: John F. Kennedy was shot in the head.
1: It has a little blurb under it.
0: J- JFK was assassinated. It says, who had an
1: unexplainable wound among the other conventional bullet wounds from his assassination.
0: Oh, because he definitely got shot in the head. I think that's what killed him, not not the other thing. But, um, yeah, Maybe I mean... They- but you also look at Marilyn Monroe and you say, OK, she that was a, a heart attack induced by a drug overdose is what they said.
1: That's what they said.
0: Right. Now, do I think that there could be a heart attack gun? Yeah, for sure. I do. Because the, the first of all, the KGB is all, they're assassinating people left and right, right all the time. Like for sure. Do,
1: do you know the conspiracy theory about Marilyn Monroe?
0: No, I just know that she was getting the hanky-pank with JFK, and um, she was in with some highfalutins, and then they wanted to off her, and so they made it look like a drug overdose. So you do know it. Well, I I know that that's the story behind it, but they but then everybody else just says, no, it was just a drug overdose because she did, you know, a lot of drugs. but Allegedly. Allegedly. I don't know if she did or didn't do a lot of drugs. I mean, you know, I wasn't alive, but— um, yeah, I mean, but that's also what's her name? But imagine
1: if people got their hands on these things. You can't trace it back. That's why I think if you stab somebody with an icicle, forget it. Forget it. No weapon. No. I'm just saying it's really crazy to think that they have allegedly I mean, these people have come out and spoken on them, that they exist.
0: I, I, I'm sure it does. I'm sure uh I'm sure it has to exist, right? Like there has to be there has to be things that we know nothing about that the government um works on and they're half they first of all first of all I don't think we should know everything that the government is doing. Because I think a lot of it would scare us. Like I don't I don't even want to be involved in a lot of it. I don't it. think so. I don't. I don't wanna know. I don't wanna know. I don't wanna I know. think I don't think it would. I think they
1: underestimate how tough we are and how and what we can handle. Like after the year we've had, the government could literally be like, there are giant worms living under the earth who come up in sewers, and you'd just be like, yeah, that sounds about right. Well, that's like, that you... movie.
0: They already had that. Remember, Tremors. That movie? I know. Tremors yeah. So we already so, knew about it. They made a movie. Maybe that's what they do. They make movies to test them out on us to be like, I think this will come f- up. That's another
1: conspiracy theory that they have.
0: That makes that makes more sense than anything else. We're going to test it. We're going to throw it out there and see how panicked they get. That makes sense.
1: They say that that's what the uh, false alarm in. What was it? Somebody help me. There was a false nuke um, alarm on September 26, 19. uh, I forget what I even said. 1983, the newly inaugurated Soviet early warning satellite system caused a nuclear false alarm. Um, but there was another one recently, I think. Anyway, the word on the street is that they wanted to see. Oh, it was in Hawaii in 2018. In January 2018. yeah,
0: I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. An
1: alert was issued in Hawaii warning of an impending ballistic missile attack. 38 minutes later, the alert was rescinded as a false alarm. People are saying that they did that to see how the public would react. They did it on purpose to see how the public would react. But that's Maybe. just a theory.
0: Maybe. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of um, I don't know. I, I, obviously, there's way there's way too many conspiracies out there for them to all be accurate. But there has to be a grain of truth in a majority of them. Right. I
1: how, do We have time for one more. Yeah, because this is a true one. I
0: thought they were all true.
1: This one is confirmed. Oh, okay. Jack was never even on the Titanic. Okay. I said it. Well. He was never even there.
0: You know that that's a fictional movie of a historic event.
1: Right. But in the movie, he wasn't ever actually there. Let me explain. Okay. There was never any record of Jack Dawson being on board the Titanic. The movie would have you believe that because he won the ticket in a card game um, that had someone else's name on it, He went, but he never actually existed. Rose was a young 17-year-old girl on board the Titanic, which when I think of Kate Winslet playing Rose, I don't picture 17 years
0: old. No, she was very voluptuous.
1: Yeah. Anyway, she was on the Titanic with her fiancé, Cal, Mm -hmm. and her mom. Mm -hmm. And they were going back to Pennsylvania so that Rose and Cal could get married, right? Rose Mm -hmm. didn't want to marry Initially, yes. But as the date got closer, they spent time alone on the Titanic. She grew to hate the idea and knew that there was no way out of the marriage. He didn't treat her the way she deserved. So she resolves to unalive herself by jumping off the Titanic. Do you remember that part? Yeah. Yeah. Figuring it was her only way out. But miraculously, she was saved. So due to Rose's vulnerable mental state, her brain created someone to help her. So she didn't actually unalive herself. She created the perfect guy, someone who was just like her and nothing like her family, someone with whom she could escape. Okay, so hold on. This becomes apparent when we see them boarding the ship and the servicemen are carrying all the paintings. Rose didn't just love art. She was rather talented, too. So everything she did with Jack, she did alone. And everything Jack did was actually with Rose, including the drawing of herself naked. So then it says, what are the chances of Jack winning a ticket, getting on the ship, finding her and saving her? Very slim. The, mo- the biggest piece of evidence, the door is clearly large enough for two people. OK, and so she would have everybody's pissed because she didn't let him on the board. She wouldn't need to make room for somebody who wasn't really there. And Jack sinks despite the fact that everyone else around them is floating, life vests or not. The movie is basically about a young 17-year-old's mental breakdown due to a forced marriage in the wake of a shipwreck. What are you what, thoughts?
0: Uh, I, I didn't see it that way. <laughs> but, I mean, sure, it could be, right? There are movies where the whole thing is um, some sort of a what's the word, like psychotic break, whatever, uh, you know, you get through the whole movie and at the end it's like the woman's in the mental hospital, ho- ho- mental institution or the dude's in a coma or whatever. And like none of it happened. So it could be, but it didn't end that way.
1: Okay. Well, people are saying she isn't the only one who sees Jack. Which yeah. Completely throws this yeah off.
0: Cause like he has, but I mean, in that, it, but, but that's the thing, right? Like it's, he has these you have you have Jack winning the ticket before you ever get involved with
1: allegedly
0: what do you mean allegedly like then 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 her then her mental breakdown is having thoughts before it's her mental breakdown who saw Jack well, he had a full card game where he won the ticket, and
1: allegedly. his friend
0: was with him, and they went down to steerage and they had the party and they were playing music and dancing and Unless he showed up at the dinner he showed up at the dinner in a tux.
1: That's the evidence. Nobody showed up in a tux.
0: Nobody saw him.
1: Where could a poor guy get a tux? Where'd he get it?
0: I think it was, she stole it for him. Didn't she?
1: I don't remember. Or the
0: new money woman or the old money woman or some money woman gave him a tux, whatever.
1: All right. So that one. All right. So I thought that one was true for sure.
0: I, I mean, you'd have to go back and read through, you know, the only way to know if that was true is if when the original script, script was written, it was written in that like, dream state or whatever.
1: I have a very important question for you real quick. I'm interested in hearing your thoughts on this as a teacher Mm. or if there's any teachers. Um, So people are saying that we're deliberately dumbing down schools and kids for decades. Um, There's been a dramatic decline in education. Many say this is by no accident. It's in the best interest of the people in power to have a population that is smart enough to essentially be a slave, but not smart enough to free themselves from the bondage. Many of the schools focus on treating children like robots and to take orders. Most schools focus on memorization rather than creativity. Schools these days teach children what to think as opposed to how to think. As a result, children grow up to be much more docile towards taking orders and going with the flow people less likely to question their reality or their government are much, much more easily manipulated. Do you think that they're trying to dumb us down in school on purpose, making us focus on being told what to do instead of why?
0: No, I don't. I think there's a lot of initiatives for creative thought and uh, thinking, quote unquote, outside the box. Why
1: are there so many standardized tests instead of that's a whole other, other thing. things that because, actually why
0: because you have to be able to measure state to state, country to country um to know if you are falling behind. There has to be something that's um measured in the same manner so that you know like the SATs or the ACTs. Right. So okay, so, so there's so a So they system. find out somebody's falling behind, then what? Well, Then there's remediation in a perfect world. Then there's remediation or credit recovery or retrieval or whatever. But the idea is you have to have something that can test you and say, okay, this is the standard for what you should know in fifth grade math. This is the standard for what you should know in eighth grade math. This is because everything is a course sequence and all of the math follows until college and then through college and whatever. And then all of the English, all of it goes along.
1: There is quite a division on this theory.
0: I think that I think that some we've lost the ability some this generation that is coming up or actually not maybe this one, but the one maybe before it. um this is just for
1: fun, everyone,
0: yeah, nobody uh, nobody people are
1: trying to talk me off the ledge. it's just for fun. it's, it's just to think yeah. about things with a different
0: R- l- lens it's fine it's lens. totally fine but but yeah, but I think it's I think I think. And I've said this time and again, and I don't know, I've, I'm almost positive we've talked about it on the podcast, but I think part of the problem is number one, focusing on these tests because we're trying to get all of our kids to test to go to college. And I don't think that the majority of our kids should be going to college. I think we should be testing and track systems so that our kids can go to um, various schools to learn trades so that they don't waste their money on college and they don't get stuck with a degree that is meaningless or, you know, I can't read that. I this very not for you. okay. Um, so I think one of the big problems is trying to tee up all of these kids to higher education when that's not what is the best for them. So I think there should be, Uh, a plumbing and engineering track, uh, a mechanics track, a hospitality track, a beauty esthetician track, uh, a nursing track, all of these. Because when you think about the majority of jobs that have to happen because we need people to do the jobs, Mm -hmm. they need to be trained. And that training should be given to them, uh, I believe, starting in high school so that they can know, okay, I really do want to go to the technical school that's going to cost 96% less than college because I can get a certification here and then go get a job. Like to me, it's a no brainer. And everybody's like, why would you want to steal that, steal college from a child? And it's like, who's stealing it? If a kid wants to go to college, then I think that that kid should find a way to go to college. I don't think that's the end all be all. I think track programming is great because we have all of these jobs that need to be filled.
1: I think it was Haley that said, um, why do I still know the Pythagorean the?" theorem but i don't know how to do my taxes it's such a good point i say that all the time they need to teach about depression and anxiety and taxes and how to cook chicken and they need to
0: well we that, used like, to have so we had home ec right you had home ec? or no
1: yeah i i i specifically remember sewing a pair of chili pepper boxers for my mother and she loved them but that's what that class
0: OK, so but so it was it was towards the end because I don't think after you because you're what, six years younger than me, I don't think there was much more home ec after that point. Right. Like we had a full cooking home ec class where there was cooking and sewing and things like that. I think it should be obviously revitalized for the 2000s, if you will. But um, we also had a class where they taught us how to write checks and balance a checkbook. That's gone. All of those things are gone. Now, everybody laughs at me because I still carry a checkbook and ha ha ha. And who writes five checks. But it taught me how to balance a checkbook, which we still have to do, even though it's online and almost everything is imported and it it is easier now. You should know the basics of following how to balance your checkbook. And those are all things that I learned that senior year of high school. I learned about, you know, that, no, they didn't teach us taxes or tax prep, which, you
1: know, if they did honestly even try to teach me that I would fall asleep.
0: Well, but you, I had
1: a business class and I feel like we had to learn about this stuff. Law class. I forgot all about
0: this. And it yeah, was the most boring. We had, we had that. But I don't yeah. know. I, I, I mean, I haven't been in the education system for quite some time. I mean, my last year teaching was in 2014. So it's been a while. Like I haven't had a class of kids in a long time. But, um, but what I can tell you is uh, there are a lot of daily necessity type things that we aren't teaching the kids and it's causing gaps for them. Yeah. Um, But I think a lot of it has to do with the introduction of technology as well. Like they don't communicate face to face the same way I feel like we used to, but it's because a large portion has been taken from them in terms of texting or social media or whatever.
1: I went back to my high school to speak to them about drugs and I crap you not in between classes, everybody was looking down at their phone and walking to the next class. Nobody was talking to each other. It was the weirdest, most yeah. sad, dystopian thing I've ever seen.
0: Yeah. So there are, the, but those things, is that the education system failing? No, that's, that's no. the invent of technology and what it is today. Right? right. Like, um, Matthias was doing this virtual reality game thing and he's like, they have a boxing game. And I said, you got a, you got a punching bag for Christmas. Why don't you go actually punch it instead of mm. virtually punch this, you moron. Right? Yeah. Like, why would you, like, why would you do, like, but it's got a, it's got a box and it's like, go box. Yeah. You got one. It's hanging for Christmas. Put the gloves yeah. on and hit it. So, you know, yeah. but that's, that's technology. That's what it's done.
1: Aubrey's coloring on our iPad. And I'm like, I bought you a coloring book in Friends.
0: Right. That, get, that kills me. All right. Well, on that note.
1: Jo- join us next time.
0: <laughs> for another episode of Take It.
1: Or leave it. An and advice-ish podcast. I don't know. An advice-ish podcast hosted by two struggling moms.
0: Who have no idea what we're doing. Clearly.
1: We love you. Sorry for making it weird.
0: I don't think they show up unless we make it weird. All right, guys. <laughs> we will see you next time. Bye. And no, I'm not on The Masked Singer.
1: Somebody sent me this one. I'm not fit.